Good afternoon, I'm Zach Callens with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. After an eight-game winning streak, the number eight Nottaway Valley Wolverines fell on Tuesday to St. Albert 59-47 in a tight game. That loss marked just the third for Nottaway Valley this season. And as much as the girls would have liked to finish the regular season with a win, head coach Brian Eisbach knows that that game is exactly the game to push his girls in regional action. But I can't think of any other way to break up a you know a ten or twelve day period of just practices than to play that quality that caliber of a team. You know we had some lapses on our defensive rotations in the third quarter and gave up some threes. They got hot at the right time for them and the wrong time for us. But very well coached. He's always been good to me, Dixer. A heck of a guy and great kids. A great battle. Our kids fought the whole time and uh, didn't let up until the very last second. And was just proud of the effort. Obviously you don't want to lose the last regular season game going into the postseason. But for us, I feel like it's gonna help us uh, prepare for our region. While the Wolverines excel in the hardwood to finish the regular season at 18-3 and overall, these girls also excel in the classroom. As Jorga Holiday, Lindsey Davis, Megan McCall, and Isabella Hogan were all named to the IGCA All-State Academic List for their in-class accomplishments. To top that off, Lindsey Davis also broke the single-game scoring record with 44 points against Central Decatur last week, while also breaking the school career scoring record at 1,844 points and sits with 301 total assists in her career. It absolutely means everything to the program. The coolest thing about it is uh, Emma Lundy's our senior manager, and she's been with me for four years, and she does a phenomenal job with our social media, and she actually uh, has been sharing all day long. It's been a really cool day for our seniors today. We've got Georgia Holiday, Lindsay Davis, Bella Hogan, and Megan McCall that all received academic all-state from the IGCA, and uh, Annika Nelson, uh, we nominated her for the E. Wayne Cooley UKEN Award, and she received that. So that's kind of that proud coach, proud dad moment, um, seeing these four, these five seniors that we have that have worked really hard for four plus years and have been very good stewards of our program and Lindsay you know the coolest thing about her breaking actually the boys and girls side um, scoring record for us is that she's our career leader in assists total package for us she's done great things she's going to go on to do great things next year we just hope we can get as many games as possible before she's done this team is not done yet as they jump into regional action this coming Tuesday but if the season were to end these girls have developed the culture at Nottaway Valley for future Wolverines to follow and it is one thing that we don't look to be stopping anytime soon as they look to get back to the state final. You know, I think if the season ended today for us, we've had a lot of accomplishments both individually and as a team. But I think the thing that I'm most proud of, especially specific to our seniors, is they have embraced and really, I mean, really worked hard up at being good teammates. You know, they all experienced the state tournament as freshmen. We've not made it back since. We've had some, some highlights and some lowlights, and they uh, they continue to show up every day and continue to, you know, reach down to our younger kids, our underclassmen, and, and push them in a good way. So, I mean, very proud of the, the culture we've been able to uh, work really hard to, you know, instill, and, and obviously we will look to continue to build on that every year. Nottaway Valley will be playing the winner of Interstate 35, who finished the regular season at 6-12, and or Colfax Mingo, who finished 0-21, who have both struggled this season to pick up some wins along the way. But sometimes the teams that you don't expect to take the victory end up being the toughest opponent you'll play throughout the year. 
You know, I, I expect us to probably come out a little rusty at times, uh, especially in the first half. Those programs, like you said, have not had the greatest years, but to me, sometimes it's easier to coach in games where you're not, you're not supposed to win and the kids don't have any pressure. So for us, it's going to have to be basically come out and protect our brand and, and run our game plan and, and stay disciplined and do all the things that you know we need to continue to build on, hoping to continue a postseason run. The Wolverines host the winner of Saturday's competition on Tuesday, February 13th, with the opening tip-off at 7 p.m. And speaking of high school girls basketball, let's take a look at last night's high school girls basketball scores in regional action. In Class 1A Region 2, St. Edmund topped Glidden Rowlison 67-30, and number 13 Coon Rapids Barrett topped on the score as they beat Peyton Sherdan 50-10. In Class 1A Region 3, Bedford defeated Essex 65-36, as Malner beat Sydney 56-25. West Bend Mallard 60, Arweva 26, and Akron Westfield beat Whiting 57-14. In Class 1A Region 5, Riverside defeated Boyer Valley 55-21, Earlham topped Griswold 70-31, as Stan defeated West Harrison 73-36, and Lennox over East Mills 63-41. And looking at our regular season games, number 13 trainer defeated Martinsdale St. Mary's by just two. Final score 59-57 in non-conference action. The HSCW girls came up with a win over Denison Schleswig 57-47. And MVAOCOU defeated number 14 Woodbine by 11 by a final score of 66-55. You can check out all those scores right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. With a successful week of wrestling last week, the Riverside Bulldogs go into this weekend with an expectation to be one of the most successful teams to hit the mats. Head coach Casey Conover is excited going into this Saturday after his boys were able to beat St. Albert and upset Shenandoah in their last match. I was really happy how kids came out and competed. You know, beating Shenandoah, who is a really good team, you know, a highly ranked team, getting that win was a big confidence uh, boost for our team on that, you know. So we're quite happy overall how we wrestled. When preparing for one of the biggest matchups all year, the Bulldogs are looking at nailing down the specifics. From hands defense to footing, even in tough situations that they may face in the district meet. A big thing is working on minor things. You know, we got to tweak some things. You know, we got to still get better with head hands defense. You know, worked on moving our feet better, worked some situational stuff, put them in some tough situations, see if they can find a way to get out of this tough situation. Riverside features quite a few wrestlers who have worked to get a spot in the state tournament, including Davis Brahman at 36 and 2. Kings and Carrington at 27 and 13, Jackson Gordon at 37 and 14, Kellen Oliver at 32 and 13, and AC Roller at 22 and 10. All they have to do is believe it, and the path will illuminate the way. Big thing is mindset. They got to believe it. They got to believe that they can win. They can believe, yeah, believe that they can be the champion in the bracket and not um, have any doubt. And, you know, that's a big thing looking at this week, you know, is our mindset, you know. And, and having belief in themselves. While district wrestling is coming up on Saturday, the Bulldogs aren't taking this like it is do-or-die time. Coach Conover has emphasized to his boys that this is just like any other meet and to work just as hard as they would all season to relieve some of the pressure 
of the big title. The big thing is not putting more pressure on it than any other meet, you know. big thing is it's just another meet, another day. You got to be nervous. That's human nature. How do we um, handle those nerves? Do we handle them positively? Do we handle it negatively? That's the big thing is we're stressing to the kids. Don't put more weight into this than any other meat. Attack this meat like you would any other meat. These Bulldogs have adopted the culture of success in the past with Riverside Wrestling. With a long list of successful wrestlers in the past, all they need to do is walk in their footsteps. It does. It provides excitement, you know. The groundwork for uh, the sex you had has been laid down previous alumni. You know, we had great wrestlers like Nora Moore, Jace Rose, Taco Tito Blamo, Coy Mayer, Otis Matika. I mean, the Hendricks boys, Dan and Keaton Hendricks, were much, um, good guys, you know. And that could name a whole bunch of more wrestlers that were very, very successful for us. I mean, so our groundwork has always been kind of laid down the line with that, you know. Having that, it had a lot of people excitement. Riverside Homestead Class 1A Region Number 9 District this Saturday, February 10th at 10 a.m. KSOM 96.5 will be live at Riverside High School to provide all the updates with Austin West on the call. And in collegiate news, it was a historic night for number two Iowa women's basketball as the Hawkeyes, led by Hannah Stolke, earned a 111-93 victory over Penn State. Stolke led the Hawkeyes in the night as she shot 17 of 20 from the field, 13 of 21 from the charity stripe, holding nine boards, and scored a total of 47 points in the night for a new career high. Stokey's 47 points is a Carver Hawkeye Arena record for the most points scored in a single game on the home court. This marks the 16th 40-point performance in Hawkeye history and was the second most points ever scored in a game by an Iowa women's player. She is just the second Hawkeye to outscore Caitlin Clark in a game since Molly Davis did on February 12, 2023. Speaking of Caitlin Clark, she broke another record of the night herself with a total of 15 assists, which marked a new record at home for Iowa basketball. She put down 27 points and hauled in five rebounds for a 56 career double-double. Iowa is now 10-1 in their last 11 meetings with Penn State, dating back to 2018. As the Hawkeyes sit at 37-4 in Big 10 action since February 9, 2022. The number two Hawkeyes return to action when they travel to Lincoln on Sunday, February 11th, when they take on the Huskers for a 12 p.m. tip-off. And speaking of women's basketball, the Drake Bulldogs are back on top of the Missouri Valley Conference after their conference win over Bradley, 71-60. This marked the 69th total win for the Bulldogs over the Braves as they now lead the series 69-18. The Bulldogs were led on the night by Katie Denebeer with 17 points, who came up just short of a double-double with nine rebounds and shot 50% from the field. For Bradley, the Braves were led by Iowa native Haley Pook, who shot 50% from the three-point line, knocking down 17 total points. This win for Drake marked their 10th win at the Knapp Center this season as they sit at 10-2 in home games. The Bulldogs will prepare to take on Illinois State this Saturday, February 10th at 2 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website, at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.